And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who deliberately takes her OK Cupid questions in order to snare all the hot guys. It's Renee Colbert. And he's a comedian and former candidate for the 2020 presidential election. He might have gotten a little further if he'd had the chance to announce his running mate, Natalie Portman. <laughs> it's Ben Glebe. Tone Zone is here to urge you all to start drinking Ebla milk instead of Thalassiren milk, which was intended for Thalassiren calves, not you, Luke. <laughs> I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the Love Bus Sailor and your best friend, Allison Rose. Hello, my little Malabari Parafa. That particular oh, carbohydrate <laughs> was sent in by Jennifer on Patreon. 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 Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you find me on Patreon. Uh, and that is an Indian bread that is thin and crispy, but also soft and buttery. And uh, Jennifer sent it in, and then Lisa Lowry underneath wrote this. So that's how strong this particular... Well, it sounds delightful. It does sound good. The only Indian bread I know is naan. I know, but apparently they have more than one bread over there. But buttery and fluffy. That does make it. That would make Soft, naan buttery, better. thin, and crispy. How, how can it be What's all these things? What's wrong with that description? <laughs> Nothing. I would like to say hello to my guests. Well, I'm just jumping right in. Yeah, as I'm, I'm doing it. the intro in the appropriate time for an intro. I'm not even, I'm not even stopping the show, except I am right now. <laughs> Hello, Renee. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you for nice having to see me. You. Thank you. A, a tight ship, well organized. I feel like we're we're going to cover a lot of ground in this episode based off how fast you got to the intro. I hope you didn't jinx us. I didn't. I couldn't. <laughs> I certainly do. Do you not have the jinx? No, power? I certainly don't. Know okay. The things I would do, Alice. No, I know. <laughs> I don't. So no, you, no. I never. I don't. I don't really think of you as power hungry until this moment. <laughs> like. Well, a lot, yeah. a lot of evil flashed before well, I, your eyes and my life. Oh, the stars above were just like, if we give this one power, yeah, it's gonna jinx go power real fast. So let's no. just give her none ever. <laughs> <laughs> ben Glebe, hello, welcome back. A lot has happened since I last saw you. Thank you. It is so good to be back, and it's so good to be back in normal life again. We need to talk about all of that sure. in a moment. Sure, Daniel. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Uh, good. <laughs> took a while. Took a while. I, I think, yeah. Just I, I, I wanted to prepare the show for the, the great meander that's going to happen. Uh, I see. You know. was that like foreshadowing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tony, hello. Hi. How's it going? It's going all right. Now, earlier today, I already gave you guff mm-hmm. for the fact that you were uh, on tour for a while, and now you've been back for like thirty seconds, and you're leaving again next week. We've been, it's a, just a short little, little quick Just a little, little jump. I one. know, but I mean, you were just gone. I this know. is now, hey. you guys, listen to the Drew Van Acker episode. We really, we don't talk about termites at all, though, because, and I'm not even going to stop the show down to explain to Ben <laughs> the situation with termites. Because there isn't one. There isn't one. <laughs> there isn't one. But before, when I wanted to stop talking about it, I got some messages from people saying, no, I like it. But then today, I got two feisty to like i feel like one woman wants to come to my house and murder me that's how angry she is that we keep talking about termites so we're moving on 
As we should. I mean, it's been, uh, it's been right. months that they've even been here, so I, I didn't know why we were still talking about them anyway. Did you send one of the tweets? Because that is the same tone that they took with me. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying anything. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Isn't right. that what the kids say? Is is that what they say? I don't know. Even without I feel like being caught it. up, I feel pretty caught up. Or yeah. <laughs> like that's there's... the thing is that like there's it's really there's no there there. But I just. Uh, uh, how about the people speaking up in their support of popcorn flavored uh, jelly bellies? Oh, I mean, oh the voices right. have been raised in a in a deafening choir <laughs> all to right. drown out your naysaying. I just want to point out, Daniel. Yeah, and I love you. Yeah, you raise your voice, and Renee took off her headphones. Oh, that, Which, I meant to be more subtle about that. I, um... <laughs> <laughs> she announced before the show, like I don't really like headphones. She really was, she was saying, looking at you. Not at all. Was I? I don't she like headphones. Like them when? But I also was just like, oh, I forgot. I don't like headphones. I don't know why I put them on. But the uh, the time with which I chose to do that did. Sort of. It's okay. I felt like it was a little too loud. A statement about it's okay, Renee. I'll <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I get it. So a couple things from last week. Uh, yes, we did. Ben, have you ever done my signature segment? Yes, please or oh, please. I don't this know if I've done that we one. We mentioned like a controversial topic, like cheesecake or coconut jelly beans, and then we go around and we say yes, please, or oh, please, and we can never remember the name of the segment, oh. even though it is the signature segment. And um, is that the name of it? Yes, please, or oh, please. That's the yeah. name of it. Mm-hmm. So you never using the term a little bit broadly because you do remember it sometimes, like right now. Well, she remembers like, like that was the first forgets. time. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. That, this that's is the literally the first time. Okay. Yeah, you know why? Because. Renee is here with her non-jinx power. <laughs> that's what, that's what did it. You're on fire, yeah. baby. That's what did it. So anyway. I have th- controversial thoughts on, on on popcorn jelly bellies, but we can talk about it another time. No, we can oh, talk yeah, about it now because the well, coconut jelly beans turned into a discussion of buttered popcorn jelly beans. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people on Twitter let us know that they love them, which is a shock to me. It was it was presented by the others in the room besides myself as though it's sort of a a given that they're gross. Yeah, and I was like, well, I like them a lot, so I, you know, I think I speak for the silent majority out there. Well, the Q Man fans, and it turns out I do. I speak for the silent majority. I'm well, like I'm the populist beautiful. in the room. That's pretty nice to have that ability to con- con- convene the masses to your opinion. Yeah, like I should run for president or something. Yeah, if I had well, that skill. Again. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of think about these beans? Well, I always believed that it was a given they were disgusting. They are. Mm-mm. They would occasionally surprise me in my mouth and I regretted every <laughs> every minute of that experience. Uh-huh. But then one night stoned, I was kind of looking at the handful and I could recognize which was going to be the butter mm. popcorn flavor and that changed the game mm. because then yeah. I was like, oh, I'm getting all the sweet and then it would be great if I had popcorn here. I'm not going to go make popcorn. I'm just going to pop in. It's like almost Jetson style, this little capsule of popcorn. Okay. And Bam. I was like, oh, and I'm getting the, the salty, buttery with the sweet and it all of a sudden Nothing I wrong became a bit of a fan. Like if you it, need a popcorn palate cleanser? Right. It, it does speak to the thing where you can have something that's delicious, but if you think it's something else, 100%. Mm-hmm. it's the, the most disgusting thing. Because it's yeah. just Any that drink. unexpected. Yes. Yeah. Any right. drink yes. that yeah. you think is a different drink, you'll feel like you're being poisoned by the devil. <laughs> right. By the devil. <laughs> yeah. And then you just realize, oh, it's just, I thought I was drinking water and it's Coca-Cola. Right. right. So, yeah. You know, you feel like you're drinking poison, dirty water, and it's not. 
No. There's no coronavirus in a regular cola. It's just not water. It's it's kombucha. Well, that's a whole no, other. That's, uh, yeah. that's a real yes, please or oh, please for another day. Yeah. Uh, and oh, then yeah. one more, one more circle. That's for back. sweeps week. <laughs> <laughs> the all the beeps that I thought they weren't hearing, they were hearing. Oh, they were hearing. So the audience, yeah. Um, I'll just real fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go back set, over it. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to set the timer during the show because I I wanted to know where we were in the show. So. I well, said it's going it, to be off for sure then because you're setting it during. So you don't even it's not right. going to be the right time. But that was my problem. I tried right. to advance it to 18 minutes. Oh. And it took like 19 beeps cause I'm, and then another 18. Like I messed up repeatedly. Right. <laughs> I didn't think they would hear because generally whenever I complain about like, hey, someone's going to hear that thing that you're doing in the microphone, Daniel. People are always like, I didn't hear it. I never hear it. You uh-huh. know, or like, okay, yeah, there's planes going by. I never hear it. So anyway, the beeps were very... Audible, Don't though. blame the audience. <laughs> but with how loud those beeps are, I'm not blaming them. Show Ben what you look like thinking that you were being quiet. You were so just sneaky I was, about it. I was down here, <laughs> leaning down to the ground. And I'm not going to do it, though, because I've said it correctly. But I was okay. down. <laughs> it was just like, beep, beep, beep. It was like, oh, R2-D2 is down there. Yeah, I was down here doing it. But and her then, eye contact was just to be like, you have no clue what's yeah. happening. Yeah. And like, then here's the best part. I finally reset it, and then it was counting down. Forward, so we had to do it again. Yeah, good times. All right, Ben, yeah. you ran for president. I did. Oh yeah. You're not running anymore. Correct. We ended the end of December. Uh, when the last did you time win? I saw, you- I won the election. <laughs> He's president now. I can't well, I'm this. the nominee, and we're going to take on Trump. <laughs> the last time I saw you, we were recording in the house. We weren't That's even correct. in what you have dubbed the pod box, the which pod I like. Box, yeah. Uh, and you, your campaign was going. You were wearing a suit. You were receiving texts from strategists, yep, from people on your campaign. Mm-hmm. So, what happened and how did it go? Well, it's it's very hard to run for president. I don't recommend it to the general <laughs> public. Um, it is quite an undertaking. It is exhausting. I'm still tired, and we've been done for two months. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very very challenging. It's the most all encompassing thing you could do. I liken it to being put on trial for your life and having to not only prove your innocence, but also convince the jury that you could be their life coach and improve their lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're under constant <laughs> scrutiny. And then not only am I a good guy, but just watch what I can do for you. Yeah. Wow. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's a challenge. And then at the same time, you're also putting together basically a major company out in the public eye with every move completely scrutinized, every expense put into public, filings people did read you, them people come at you did you did you feel like you were being scrutinized and oh, like yeah. who who was doing the scrutiny a bunch of a bunch of losers with far too much time on their hands <laughs> and i don't mind at all scrutiny for like real things and then there are also people that would literally just make things up and try to assassinate my character out of the clear blue sky mm-hmm. i don't know if they're just you know fans of my political opponents or whatever it was but it was a little bit disconcerting to human nature. I mean, it's not the vast majority of people, but it's amazing what a handful of people can do to get under your skin. And did wow. it, uh, was it that different than online trolls for comedy or podcasting? Yeah, it was different because I've never been bothered by an online troll for comedy because it's just like, okay, great. You're making say I'm a hat comedian or I'm stupid. Great. But then when people come at you, when you're running for president, they come at you like for your character. They come mm-hmm. at you for who you are. They come at you for which is made up accusations. The whole thing was just very challenging to because 
I've lived my whole life as a good person and then to have people just decide, we're going to pretend you're not. Right. Just to take you down and see if we can tear you down because we don't think you should be running for president or we don't like your campaign or whatever. What were the things that they were saying? And who were these people? I don't really want to give air to it because I already talked about it on a podcast and I don't want to really give air to these people. But they would just... Did they say you had a disfluency when you were young? (laughs) (laughs) That would have been fine because it's true. You come at me with true stuff. But um, no, they would just literally like make up... I mean... I will say one. I'll say one just because you guys like to reference it on this show. They literally would – they pretended that I did something inappropriate to Natalie Portman oh my God. At, at the Telethon for America oh, wow. based on a story that I told on a different podcast. I might have told it on this podcast too. I think I did. Oh, my God. They're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> and literally – Yeah. I literally told the story of at the Telethon for America – I was in the unisex bathroom, and Natalie Portman entered the bathroom that I was already in. And literally, people are like posting videos and coming to my shows and shouting me down and to my events and saying, "You know what you did to Natalie Portman oh, in the bathroom? Oh, wait, you they followed were trying her to... into that bathroom. You know what you did? I'm like, what? You're making it up. <laughs> yeah. Unless Natalie Portman herself is accusing me of something, shut your mouth because you're literally <laughs> just trying to ruin someone's reputation so for nothing. Was that a bad intro joke, Daniel chose? <laughs> oh man, oh, I know, maybe. I triggered. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. But like, wow. but so yeah. It, it, that's just literally making something up, like taking a thing I said and said, oh, I bet I can spin this into some negative narrative. Mm-hmm. It's insane. That's like, such a weird one. Because, so I mean, without her saying anything about it, like if she said something, okay, but why would anyone... Right. Why would anybody go defend somebody <laughs> on their behalf before anybody themselves complained <laughs> well, about something? Here's a, here's a question that I... Th- My telephone was on her... Instagram background picture and her bio for six months after the telephone. Yeah, so traumatized. <laughs> Question. So I think that this is something that people uh, people criticize candidates, specifically female ones, all the time for whether you agree with that statement or not. Like, so okay, so someone comes at you with some crazy claim. Do you spend time debunking it or no? I mean, I tried to ignore it mostly, but then I just, I'm such an open book and I'm a comedian likes to talk about stuff. So I would bring it up on instances like now that I didn't need to and it gets brought up. But like, like I early thought the best way to debug, I was on, I was on Alyssa Milano's podcast. She's like one of the founders of the Me Too movement. And so I said, I'm just going to tell her on the air. And she laughed it off and realized how stupid it was. But it didn't stop these people. It's just mm-hmm. so dumb to make up. You have to be such a such a child to make something up, an immoral child out of a clear blue sky, and then push it as a narrative. And what really is messed up is most people will never hear the origin story. They'll never hear right. where they got that from, and they're just going to hear the accusation. And yeah, whenever you look at people, you think about the thing that they said. So it's really annoying. But you know that is what that is. So that was that part of it was very frustrating, and it was just hard to get the message across. The media really blacks you out to a large degree, the mainstream media especially, and um, even like some political podcast, like just all the late night comedy shows wouldn't have me on. It was just hard. It was very hard. You Why know? do you suppose that is? I think that they are. I think people generally are lazy. I think the media is lazy. I think a lot of shows are very lazy, and they are very fragile they think that their relation that their reputation is very fragile and so they don't want to risk having someone on who's not a slam dunk who they don't know exactly what they're going to say or what their perspective is so i think people thought maybe this thing's a joke maybe this thing's Mm -hmm. not a joke forget it we don't doesn't benefit us to figure that out because i'm not going to bring them huge ratings 
If it's Trump, sure, they're happy to figure it out because he brings enormous ratings. Mm -hmm. So people are willing to have on establishment people, already career politicians, or somebody who's like, you know, they're going to have Kim Kardashian, regardless of whether or not they have to figure it out because you're going to get the millions of viewers. But if someone's not going to bring you a huge audience and you don't know where they're coming from, people are just like, ah, let's stick with the people we already have established that we know what they're going to say and do. Mm -hmm. They don't have to have a wild card on. But it's really detrimental when you do that with politics because Mm -hmm. we end up having just the same people over and over again or these billionaires that are buying spots and because they literally can just purchase airtime. Yeah, like if you were a billionaire, I you would have done great. You'd be campaign. there right now. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. I mean, <laughs> literally Michael Bloomberg is skipping the early states, not trying to qualify for the debates. They changed the rules to put him in the next debate. And he's just spending already $270 million on TV ads. I don't really understand how it works who's allowed to be at the debates. Like, is it like you just have to have – you have to have raised a certain amount of money or you have to give them a certain – how does it work? You have to have raised a certain amount of individual donations and be polling at a certain percentage in national polls or early state polls. And that's another way where it's totally rigged because they would never put us in the polls. Mm -hmm. So we literally could not possibly qualify for the debate because they didn't list our name. They only accepted closed-ended polls. Right. And so Bloomberg has raised this money and that's how he gets in? No. So he... He's raised no money. He's just polling, and they decided I to see. change the the donor requirement, get rid of that for Michael Bloomberg for this next upcoming debate. And they said it's just polling. Well, he was instantly put into the polls when he announced his campaign. And interestingly, I'll show you after the thing, because visuals I've learned don't work great on podcasts. <laughs> he also just stole my campaign sign design. Like, oh, really? Insanely just the same design. Like these things, it was crazy how many times we would – Say something, or I'd say something on, um, in, in my campaign, and then you would just see it parroted in other campaigns over the next few days. And clearly, someone on these hundreds of people staffs is looking at other campaigns and saying, "This guy's not getting any traction. That was a good idea. Let's use that." Now, has he or Amy or anybody reached out to you t- for a vice president uh, slot? They have not. They have not. Andrew not Yang is going to be doing my Yang. podcast soon, oh, really? and, and I, be, I plan to push for the VP spot on that. Um, I don't really want the VP slot communications director maybe but um <laughs> they have not reached out ever since i crashed amy klobuchar's press conference i don't think she's too keen to have me oh on. what happened she was given a press conference we both spoke at an event me her marion williamson and andrew yang spoke in new hampshire at an event and i was not interviewed by a lot of the stations afterwards and she's holding this press gaggle press conference with all of them afterwards and i'm just like off on the side watching her give the same boring answers to the same things over and over again we've heard her say a thousand times I just stepped into the camera shot next to her, and I said, Senator, I'm so sorry <laughs> to do this, but they're not covering my campaign, and they have to hear all voices, and I'm offering something different. And I just started ranting at the camera, and Amy Klobuchar excused herself, and I took over her press conference. That's fantastic. Did it get airtime? And then that didn't get aired either, <laughs> anywhere. I mean, it's just, they, they just really want to keep now, different what, voices out. What do you account for this anti-Glebe sentiment? In the, in it's anti-Semitism. The, people hate Jewish yeah, people. Yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> Wow. Or it's what I did to Natalie Portman, probably. You know what I mean? So I'm what, kidding. I didn't do anything. In case did this it. gets sound bited out. Um, <laughs> when did you what made you decide to, to, to drop out when you dropped out? We just were running out of money. We were, had almost no money left and the steam of the donations coming in had slowed down because if you don't have media appearances, I'd kind of burnt out the podcasts and T V shows that had had me on and I needed to get a moment that would take us to the next level and the next level of shows and we didn't get there and so you know, we outlasted Kamala Harris. We ended as the 15th highest fundraising active Democratic campaign. I'm very proud of that. How much did you raise? 
but we didn't raise a ton. We raised like $69,000 Still, and we were still 15th, but like 13 on, it gets into the millions of dollars and we couldn't compete with that. And we just had no money left. I'm very proud that I ran this campaign for seven and a half months with just $69,000 and never went into the red Kamala Harris's website. She's still taking donations now to help settle her campaign debt. Are you serious? As Hillary Clinton did when her campaign ended. And it's like if you can't run your campaign in the in the black, how are you going to run the country's budget? Like literally just off the bat in the negative. Was that um, depressing that you had to drop out? Yeah, it was a very intense experience. You know, it's I'm happy I get to return to my former life and I'm trying to piece it together again and have people not have forgotten that I'm actually a comedian too. It's been <laughs> it's been kind of very weird. But, I bet. But uh, it was very hard because you're pouring your heart and soul into this. People around the country are just opening up with, to you their problems and the things they need fixed. And you're, it was a more serious side to me than I've ever had or ever displayed and never tried to take on. And I don't think comedians are necessarily built to do that. But I'm happy to do it, and I have a serious side to me. But it just it, it, it was an entirely different existence. And do you think that you would ever run um, for like? Would you ever? do local politics or i don't plan to do it i don't want to do it i think i'm pretty good at politics considering i came out of nowhere and put together an infrastructure that lasted pretty well and did inspire thousands of people and did do a pretty good job but i don't like the game it's very corrupt it's very broken it's very stupid and i think that i can be more effective at trying to fix it and trying to get the money and corruption out of our government from the outside as an artist and an activist and hope to do a telethon for america 2020 and I bet Natalie Portman will be there. And um, oh, she better be careful. <laughs> I'm joking. Thank you, thank you. And uh, give her her own bathroom, and there's no confusion that way. <laughs> and yeah, I hope to just do things that way. But give me another example. So, at one of my shows recently, I'm back doing comedy now, just comedy full time. And I'm doing a show, and these guys come from this whole bullshit and try to shout me down. Still, yeah. And so I, <laughs> and so I being in full comedy mode and not thinking about it and I just decide to be as flippant as possible to these assholes. So they're like they're like, you know what you did and give back the money and I just shout at them, fuck you. I'm not running anymore. I couldn't care less about anybody. Fuck you. Fuck everybody. I'm a comedian. I don't give a shit about people I don't I don't give a shit about people that I care. I'm a comedian, go fuck yourself. But thank you for your donation. <laughs> and they for filming and they put that online oh, as though no. that's me saying I don't care about anybody. I'm like, I was just trying to be funny and be a comedian who's the opposite of caring about shit. Oh God, that sucks. It sucks. It's just so annoying. It's like, I hope people understand Jeez. what comedians are, but these days they clearly don't if you look at every scandal every two weeks. so oh, That sucks. It's really, really frustrating to have to deal with that, but what can you do? You know what you can do? You can snuggle up with Henry Horace, your dog. Did he right. travel with you? No, I, I was far too overwhelmed on the campaign trail to also figure out how to, like we were carrying cameras and signs and taping up things and getting email addresses and handing out stickers and to have a dog with me would have been, I would have probably had to find a bridge for myself, not, not for <laughs> Henry. Who watched him? My girlfriend was not able to join for most of the mm. road trip, so she watched him and then when she was able to join somebody else, you know, we had friends, we have friends. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. We have friends. I don't know why I surprised you. Oh, you do? You sound as though that was a shocker to you. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's just because she doesn't have friends. Oh, okay. yeah. She just assumes that everybody. You're everybody's I, new best friend, but nobody close. Nobody. Close she's everybody's new best friend and nobody's friend. Nobody's <laughs> older friend. Nobody's <laughs> older friend. <laughs> it's always new friendships clearing There's something, out. There's <laughs> something. Like, I gotta make room all the time. Yeah. You know that thing about, like, you don't bring a new piece of clothing into your closet unless you get rid of a piece of clothing? 
I mean, I know it. I don't follow that. No, whatsoever. I don't. I don't either. But that's what I do with friends. Except <laughs> it's like bringing a new friend, get rid of an old one. But I just get rid of my old ones. I'm just constantly purging. That's really so nice. that I have room. I'm I living the only good. thing you purge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I tell you what yes. last the, the, the last most annoying thing about the whole thing running is that my whole premise was that we need a comedian to take on this heckler, and. Yeah. I, I wasn't very funny during the campaign. But wait, you didn't think Bernie was funny? Eh, he's not really that funny. He's a pretty <laughs> crappy guy. He was very rude to me on the campaign trail. But um, he, uh, it's very hard to be funny when you're the outsider trying to run for the highest office in the land. So I thought, like, I'm going to bring this great comedy. And I was funnier in interviews. I was, like, doing Bernie and Trump impressions in interviews sometimes. But it's very – the first question everybody asks a comedian is, so you're a comedian. Is this a joke? Oh, <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. So every interview, I then so have, have to prove, prove how, earnest how serious are. and earnest I am and how much I know about politics. And so to then, I can't be flippant or funny in yeah. my answer. So I ended up finding myself be so serious. And then as soon as I'm done, even the second it gets brought up, I'm serious for 10 minutes. And I'm like, I just want to be funny again. That's so interesting that, that cracking jokes in that position is kind of the privilege of someone who's established and known. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Um. Listen, you know what you need for you and Henry Horse? You need the Embark DNA Breed and Health Kit. Uh, it Ooh. detects over... Do you know Do you know what uh, Henry Horse is? What kind of dog he is? I think he's mostly made of cupcakes and chocolate. <laughs> okay. Well, it de- detects over 250 breeds and screens for 170 plus genetic health conditions so you can know how to best care for your dog and create a training and health plan. So Wendy is Cavalier King Charles Spaniel and uh, the results came back 100% Cavalier King Charles Spaniels, which wow. which I suspected. Um well, more than suspected. I knew. I would have been sh- she I mean, I would have been shocked if she was something else, but there was all sorts of other information it gave us um like whether she is at risk for certain uh certain breed uh health conditions. Um it told us what weight she could she should be, which she's getting close to it. It they can tell it, from the gene. It inspired us to actually uh, alter her diet and now she's lost a bunch of weight. It, really? Yeah. Do dogs get AIDS? <laughs> No. Is that, a, is that possible? <laughs> I don't know. There's feline aids. No, I don't think. Really? Really? Yes. Wow. Chris well, Fairbanks we'll talks about it. Yeah. <laughs> feline <laughs> HIV. I don't think dogs do. But anyway, she looks amazing in a bikini. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's all sorts of, of fun information. And then also, there's a, uh, you can like, there's a sort of a social networking component of it if you want. You don't have to connect with other people, but it, ha- it sends me. Uh, all a lot of info about her relatives, and you can make a little bio for her, and you she get little, become a little yeah. uh, doggy influencer. That's right. <laughs> it's cool though, because a, a lot of the other uh, breed and uh, a lot of the other DN, dog DNA kits, they don't screen for as many things. They don't. They aren't able to tell you with such specificity. Like Jackie Johnson um, bought it after hearing about it on the show for Chooch. And she had done some of the other ones with Chooch and found out that Chooch is, you know, the, all these breeds. But there were there was more detail. I think maybe Pekingese or something, which hadn't come up before. I'm I, telling you, it's good if you DNA have is the best. Yeah, it's good if you if you get a dog from like, uh, you know, a, I wanted to say a lot, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, you could go to your vet and then you tell the vet, right? And it helps the vet, like you know, know yeah. what to look out for. Exactly. That is exactly right. I like that. I like that. I'm very curious what him yeah. is. Because they know he's Terrier Mix is what we're told. And they're you know, probably just guessing. They can tell you exactly. It'll tell you exactly. I it's like super fun. That. I, I like think the relative thing's so cool. It that, is really cool. I want to cool. do it for that yeah. a lot. You could have That's royalty amazing. as your right. dog. Who knew? That's 
That's right. Oh, you God. start paying for your food. Your right. royalty. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Embark has an exclusive offer you can't get anywhere else. Go to EmbarkVet.com now and use promo code BESTFRIEND to save 15% off your dog DNA test kit. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND to save. Okay. Something, something I was going to ask Ben. It was right. Oh, I know. Please. You said that Bernie Sanders was rude to you. Mm. Dude, please. Dish, divulge, let's get into it. I mean, look, and, and I like Bernie, and I ain't trying to talk, you know, too much trash to my own side. Talk here, mess. But, yeah. But <laughs> I, mess. You know, people were nice. Talk some stars, stir up some mess, you know? Oh. Yeah. And I we were on the on the campaign trail. <laughs> sure. I met yeah, a lot of, of the candidates and they were all very nice. Except Bernie. Even just, Dragon Lady Amy? She was kind of nice when I first met her, and then I crashed her, so then it was on me. I was okay. the one that was not nice. Yeah. But She didn't eat a nice. salad with a comb in front of you? She did not. She did not throw a phone at me. <laughs> and she also was aware of my campaign, I think, and the others were not. So that was nice. She, had, she was aware. Mm. That matters. But Bernie, I'm in Iowa, in Altoona, Iowa, and I go up to him at an event we were both speaking at. And I just, as he's walking into the event, and I go up to shake his hand, and I was trying to say, Senator Sanders, it's a real honor to meet you. I'm finally speaking at an event alongside you. I'm a new candidate here in the race. And I got through half of that sentence, and he just reluctantly shook my hand, did not pause his gait one, didn't slow down, walked basically through me like I was the guy in the subway in Ghost trying to push a bottle cap. <laughs> get off my train! I mean, he literally was like, like what he did to Steyer. Yeah, yeah. Push him in the stomach. It was just, I've never felt so small. He really is the Larry David of candidates. Like, What did he say about, I don't, Wish happy birthday to people. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I just don't do that. I don't make phone calls to say happy birthday. Maybe some people like that. I'm here to get things done. He's yeah. been in there for 40 years. He hasn't gotten much done. I still like him. I still like what he stands for, but I mean, not the best track record of, of well, achieving he, he would say he's the amendment king. So he he's gotten a lot of amendments on things. Great. It's hard. It's hard to like okay. get things done when you're <laughs> when you're uh, an independent. Fair enough. What did you think of Elizabeth Warren? I didn't get to meet her. Mm. She's nice. I like her. It seems nice. She seems like she's always crying when she talks. <laughs> I want her to not do that because I like her a lot. And every play and her saying anything. Happy birthday. What are you crying about? We're going to do it. I actually was just crying? thinking about that. I was not the crying, but I was thinking that. I wish her voice sounded stronger. Mm hmm. What She's it? like being too grandmotherly or too mm -hmm. friendly or something. It's like, come out occasionally and just be like, here's what we're going to do. Not, and we're high. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you get felt up by Joe, Uncle Joe? And we spoke at the same event, he and I, and, and Elizabeth Warren, but we did not, our paths did not cross. Joe came in, the only candidate came in from a back entrance, left oh. a back entrance, didn't Rockstar. mingle with the working people he was yeah, there to speak to at the labor event. You'd think you would. A lot of germs in that. But event. apparently he, he he just, I didn't hear anything of the story except what, he, my friend just sent me a photo today. It's one of the funnier phrases you'll ever hear. Apparently, Joe, oh. Joe Biden said to somebody today at an event, to a voter, he called him a lying yes. dog-faced yes. pony soldier. Her. Called her. her. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. She, uh, but she that's asked, like a John Wayne Yes, he was right? joking. He was joking. But I mean, like anyone who gets that reference is probably voting for Trump. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, probably like, 80 years old. Daniel. Uh, yes. When you referred to Amy as a dragon lady, I feel like you need to explain that you were joking, unless you weren't. 
Is that a derogatory, sexist thing to call someone? I'd be calling her that because of her reputation uh, as a, a vicious boss who belittles her employees and throws heavy three-ring binders at them and stuff like that. So it's just as a, as a it's fun to call her that. <laughs> and dragons well, right. are notoriously known for throwing. I, I call her that as a, as a, as a, as a, is for you know matter of respect. I think I that someone listening, strength. someone listening might think, "Oh, does he think that about? D- does he hate her?" Because I called her the Dragon Lady. That's like one could pray to be called the Dragon Lady. That's like uh, this is great spin happening here. Is, you know, who doesn't <laughs> want to be with? a dragon? <laughs> Do you one see what pray. I live with? One could pray to be yeah. called the Dragon Lady. Well, would one you rather be anything? Probably don't. But probably could. <laughs> Would you rather be a rat? You'd rather be a dragon. <laughs> Dragons are powerful. They breathe yeah. fire. That's a good point. Come on. Are you buying that's a, it? That's a fair point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's a fair. That's a fair thing you're saying right there. Yeah. Joe Biden doesn't finish his sentences great, and doesn't seem to have his train of thought completely clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, someone could pray to be thought of that way. They could. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, folks. The point is, folks. When I have long leg hair, folks, and you're a dragon boy made of made of sailor mouth, and let me just say this, folks, I'm out of time. Folks, listen, folks, I'm out of time. What? I love how the the debates. He'll be talking, and then he'll just be like, "Oh, I'm out of time," and he'll just like cut himself off. Like he's just so happy to not have to continue talking. And then Amy, how does she debate after debate still have her hair vibrating? Once it, okay, what's going on Stop there? It. Her, the hair is vibrating. I'm like, she's really cold. But then, it, it, is it <laughs> my imagination? It's weird. Is it your vagination? Did you just oh, say that? No, I didn't say that. Do you have a vagination? No. Look, we all do. Yeah. You just got to get it back in touch with it. <laughs> um, last yesterday, so we went to brunch. Not yesterday, but the last yesterday? No, it was the last yesterday. Oh, okay. It was yesterday. Fair <laughs> it was both. Yeah. Fair, fair. Uh, we went to brunch. And uh, with all the kids, all being, we went, we met up with our friends Izzy and Jordan, and they have two kids who are the same ages as our kids. And so it was the four adults and the four kids. And I was trying to have a conversation, and I kept saying, um, and then I would forget what I was saying. And it was like I was holding the brunch hostage. When you say, um, everyone will shut up and wait. I know. I did that on purpose on this show, but then I f- forgot what I was going to say. But yesterday, I wasn't doing it on purpose. What was happening? Mm-hmm. Do you think you were... I think I was tired. tired and distracted. Sure. There's yeah. four kids. And I kept, I kept having a, like I, there was a question I wanted to ask. And I was like, I had the thought of like, there's something I want to find out. So I'd say, mm. um, <laughs> and then I'd just lose it. And I mean, mm. it had to have been so annoying. That happens to me sometimes. I, 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 I'm usually pretty good with my timing and stories in life. But sometimes I'll get so excited to tell a story that I'll be like, oh, you got to see this. And I realize I'm going to have to pull up several different apps to get to it and scroll for a while, but I've already called the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I just hold on that, oh, check this out for 10 seconds and not bring everything to a halt? And I feel like less of a man or less of a dragon Do you feel woman. like a dragon lady? <laughs> a little bit. Do you need to get in touch with your vagination? I would love to. You need to have a substitute story to swap in, oh, like an opener mm. or your own hype man story. <laughs> or like what I used to say in Spanish class when I'd be called on and I had this great phrase to stall because I didn't really know what I was going to say, so I would always say, yo no sé exactamente, pero claro que sí, which is, I don't know exactly, but, but I course. believe that. Oh. Ah. I would just, it would just give me a nice half sentence to, to think of something. That's, but, so, that's, that's some early 
politicking. You better believe it. My friend. <laughs> sí, porque necesito todos los americanos, hispanicos, latinos, y, um, y, dragon y, y whites, y, dragon, y, y mujeres de los dragones. But I'm still interested in what you thought someone might think I meant. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't understand what's the what negative thing could someone think about my meaning. They Are you being serious? Are you coming correct, quote unquote? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's bad about it. What's bad about calling her a dragon lady? Yeah. Does anyone else want to field this one? Could it be that that ladies attached to it like you wouldn't say about a man dragon man, you'd say dragon? Like if you said she's dragon would that have been better? Is, yeah, is it the lady, lady on the end of it? it? That it makes it's like it's like calling a woman a bitch but not a man a bitch. Yeah, no, it's like saying it. It's like if you had said, "What, what was the sentence? Do you remember?" No. Um, it, <laughs> what it, did you think of the dragon lady? What, oh, what did you think of that humongous bitch? <laughs> of that that horrendous cunt? No, she's the only dragon lady. Her and Daenerys Stormborn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who ended up not being that good. Spoiler. In the end. Yeah. Right. What I'm saying is I'm someone on season three, please slow your roll. Oh fuck. I, well, I didn't I She's didn't great. It. She's great to, They are the all good and bad. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's a hot take. Go ahead and end the show. Where are we at the time? Uh, yeah, that's about time to wrap it up. Someone listening is gonna think that you hate Amy Klobuchar. Well, what's wrong with that? But you don't hate her, do you? I don't hate anyone. Well, I guess I, I hate Trump, but like, no, I don't hate you her. You hate Pete. I don't support her. You hate Pete? I don't hate Pete. You do. No, I don't. I okay. just don't think that he's the right candidate. I don't hate him. I All met right. him. He was very nice. But yeah, I don't know. He seems always has an answer. He's young. He's getting younger and younger. He's definitely got Benjamin Button syndrome. He looks like he's 25 now. Interesting. Younger and younger. What's he doing? Um, no. I oh my god milk. let's not I don't want to get super into politics. Why? Well, I, I mean I, I recognize that zero people at this table aside from me and Daniel are getting super yeah, into it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, saying it for myself. I'm asking about the dragon lady comment. I'm not trying yeah, to get into politics. I love that I said Pete must be bathing in milk, and you said I don't want to get super into politics. <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> <laughs> the milk incident. Yeah. That's not. That's <laughs> not. That's a. Uh, okay. um, we can't come back. Some Americans listening. drink almond milk. Some <laughs> go out. Some someone listening is going to think that you hate her, but now that's are you concerned all I'm about saying. Amy Klobuchar's family hearing this podcast? Or why, no, I'm why concerned about people thinking that my husband hates her because I don't hate her. But why is it okay for us to think that Joe Biden can't finish sentences or Bernie Sanders is a grouch? What's different about thinking something negative about Amy Klobuchar? Oh, you can think it if you want it. But I thought it, I mean. that I thought that Daniel I felt like Daniel doesn't really think so negatively about her. So I was saying that you are giving off the impression that you think really I negatively think about her. It would be a disaster for her to be the nominee, oh, but okay. I I think she, I I enjoy her personality and I think it's fun to think of her as the dragon lady of the Senate. Okay. Mm. I stand corrected. I stand extremely <laughs> corrected. So we took Elliot to Disneyland. There we go. For his yeah. birthday. And Tony and Renee are back in. <laughs> Disney. It was really, really fun. <laughs> that was his first time, right? That was his first time. Oh, boy. I thought that I would wait till he was older to go right. because, um, to drop a name, I think it was Phil Rosenthal who was like, yeah, wait till they're like 10. But um, 
some kids, I just ummed again. I just held the floor. <laughs> I noticed that classmates of his parents were posting from Disneyland right. and they have kids the same age. And so I, in the, in the comments, I think I would say, or I would just ask them how it was. And they said the kids loved it. And I thought, Oh, maybe three is not the worst age to go. And so we went on a Tuesday in February and it was not empty, but not, not at all crowded. Like how it, oh, the nice. last few times Daniel and I went before kids, it was so crowded because we would go on the weekend. Right. It was yeah. so oh, it was crowded. We would go on one ride mm. and we, then we'd we be went like, on Let's a weekday get once and it was still super fucking crowded. I think it was like, like that. Thursday or something? Yeah, it was one of those summer. where I realized, oh, nowadays it's always super crowded. Right. Disneyland. It's like it's always rush go. hour on the freeway. Was right. that summer though or was that winter? No, I think it was like in September or something. But it's it was kind of it's like the last dregs of summer. Yeah. 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 We really would we we couldn't hang. <laughs> it was too much. We couldn't be cool. Right. We went on one ride, we got something to eat, and then we walked around and then we went home. Even in February? No, no, no. Oh, no. In the last oh, times right. we've gone. Right. So to be able to walk around freely has gotten out of hand. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, I think, think so. you're right. Yeah. So to be able to walk around freely, the line for Pirates of the Caribbean was ten minutes. I've never seen it oh, so short. Yeah. Everything was Small world was, I mean, I guess that's usually pretty fast, but it was just, it was so nice. Um, he loved it. We, it, we kept it pretty, uh, it was very non-intense. I think we did like five rides. Um, he got to meet Mickey Mouse. He had no popcorn. agenda. Yeah. He wanted to meet Mickey. That was about it. How did Some that kids go? get scared. My, like? my, my nephew was very scared to meet Mickey. I was there with him. Yeah. Intimidated. It's got a, very shy. It's pretty intimidating. He, uh, he was, uh, Kind of starstruck at first, <laughs> and then um, he had a question for Mickey. Right. And so uh, that you know, it's his turn, and he steps forward, and he has his like little uh, autograph book, and he's holding it. He's like Mickey, and you know, Mickey's like, uh huh. And then it was just like <laughs> so on, cute. Daniel. He was Let's like preparing himself to ask this question, <laughs> and then he's like. Where's Pluto? Yeah. <laughs> and Mickey like thumbed outside like he's outside. You In know? the garden, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty cute. Yeah, it was very sweet. Did he get his autograph? He did. Oh, yeah, he did. But it wasn't personalized. It just says Mickey Mouse. I know. He, I got him a button. If you go to City Hall and tell him it's your birthday or yeah. someone's birthday, right. you get a button that says happy birthday. And so I was hoping they would be like, oh, you know, but they didn't. Hmm. He could see the button. Yeah. Proudly displayed. Sure. Third birthday. What mm-hmm. are the five rides that he yeah. brought? And when did he like that? I guess a video of Dumbo, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dumbo, with Dumbo. Daniel. I loved that as a kid. It's so good. Mm. It's you, so good. much power. You're like, I'm in control of it up and down. It's yeah. pretty, crazy. <laughs> pretty crazy. Uh, we did Small World first. Cute. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. And you know, well, the, the order drops. was we went Small World, Mickey. Uh, he did Goofy's house. There's like a little playground. Then we did uh, Dumbo. And then we walked through Galaxy's Edge, way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I really like thought Galaxy's Edge was just like a little cor- – because I, I thought that what they did is they took the petting zoo out and they just put a Millennium Falcon in there. Mm. You know? And it's like huge. Yeah. It's like a huge area of the park. Didn't know they uh, had a petting zoo ever. Oh, yeah. They did, but they don't uh, anymore. Um, and – they did. I thought they did such a. We didn't go on the rides, but like that was really impressive. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much where everyone was. And then we went yeah. down and did pirates. How did he handle pirates? Oh, he, and jungle the jungle cruise. He, he loved liked it. it. Really? We sat in the front. He was unhappy with the water getting into his eyes. Sure. Mm. Um, and he like 
curled his little hands up into balls and put them in front of his eyes. And I was worried that he was having a little meltdown. But he, I thought maybe he was crying, but he wasn't. He was just like, I don't want water in my eyes. I don't want water in my eyes. But the drops, he had no problem yeah, the with. The drops still scare me huh. to this Yeah, way. I know. I, they, <laughs> they do. They're intense. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. Although they're a little less intense than I remembered. Because okay. I was nervous about him doing pirates. Except he likes... You know, he likes to be sort of like he, lifted up in the air and stuff. So I figured he might like it. I thought he'd be scared of like the dark and the loud no. noises mm-hmm. and stuff in the skeleton. I, I kind of realized he wouldn't be scared of the skeletons because how he handled Halloween real well. Um, he wasn't scared of any of that. He loved it. Do you, did you guys good. experience the Pirates of the Caribbean night effect? What is that? that you, whenever you go on it, you're convinced it's nighttime and you leave oh. and it's daytime. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, wow, it's incredible. They completely immerse you in another land. I know. It took <laughs> me. Pretty, I got the It's bends. the magic of Disney. <laughs> You got the bends? Yeah. That's incredible. It's impossible even. So amazing. <laughs> I Did know. you dive in the water? Yeah. That's incredible. She swims yeah. it. You, if you ask them, you I can dove, swim it. I dove in the water <laughs> yeah. like two and a half feet deep, but I came up very, very slow. It would be creepy to bed. be in that water. I know. There is something creepy. very creepy about yeah. all of it, I you find. Know, do you know two interesting Pirates of the Caribbean facts? I, I don't. Do, I might know? know one of these. What's well, the one do you think see. you know? The real skull? Oh, I don't know. What? Whoa. 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 I just got okay. cre- I got creeps, I've, you guys. I've I got this. chills. Is what I've heard this. Yeah. There's no real skull. Yes. I've, I've heard that the, yes. the there's one of the skeletons that's like in. I think it's the one that's like laying in a bed. Is all I really remember. And supposedly drinking these, the something, and it's like going down. Anyway, go ahead. I can't remember, but supposedly the skull on that one is actually a real skull. Why? And apparently would there more. Be- apparently more of them used to be. Why? I don't know. This is uh, this all could wow. be just urban wow. legend stuff. I don't know. But I, I don't. I don't. This. Sorry to be so. Yeah. So, so make that three interesting facts. Yeah, about I actually facts. have three others. One. Do you know one time somebody to mess with people replaced the mist that shoots out of like the guns of the pirate with like some kind of like a poisonous thing? Oh my and god! People got sent to the hospital. Oh my god! That was one time. That's scary. Another thing. If you remember back in the day, pirates of the Caribbean, the pirates, the drunk pirates, used to be chasing in a circle around, yes. them, mm-hmm. yeah. finding the wenches, and they replaced it with pi- somebody wenches holding pies. Yeah. Well, now it's it's not even that. Now it's just one couple. Oh really? Yeah. Now it used to be food. Mm. So so. Started out with the three. It was the guy chasing the woman, the guy chasing the woman, and the woman chasing the guy. And then they gave him plates of food. And now it's just the woman chasing the guy. Can I say, I always hated the woman chasing the guy one because she's a chunky lady. And I felt like that was like total fat phobia. Well, unless he had food. (laughs) The next renovation will just be food chasing food. (laughs) Right. And then the third fact is Michael Jackson had Pirates of the Caribbean rebuilt under his home. Yeah, Neverland. Had Neverland that, yeah. has Pirates of the Caribbean under it, which is incredible. That's super cool. I wonder if they're maintaining it now or if it's like overgrown and creepy. Oh, like whoa. if you were to go on it, right? Real mice and like <laughs> real alligators in there. And yeah. Swamp creatures and stuff. Uh, oh my God, I'd love to find that's out. That's really creepy and scary that there was some poisonous gas coming out of the Mr. Things. Hmm. Yeah, very scary. No, it was I'll like when the Playboy Mansion had Legionnaire's disease in the grotto. You know, it's like Ugh. all of a sudden some of your favorite places just really turn on you. I know. Can't <laughs> go I there. remember when it had mm-hmm. Legionnaires in the grotto. Did and you I was guys... there shortly after, and I was very anxious, uh, nervous about going into the grotto. I just kind of peeked in and then walked away. <laughs> I didn't feel like I have I was a question. Yes. Which, as in this position as someone hosting a podcast, I feel like I should know the answer before just offering the question so i'd just like to remind everyone this is for entertainment i don't know anything coronavirus Mm. 
Is it the kind of thing where if a healthy person catches it, you're going to be okay, but it's those who are elderly or immunosuppressed? So far, it's the elderly who are the ones that are dying from it. But But, I don't think that's that's across the board. The doctor that discovered it died of it, and he was like a middle-aged dude. Hmm. That's right. I I, I looked into it before we went to Disneyland because I'm like... Are we stupid to be going to Disneyland right now? <laughs> because Chinese people love Disneyland. Well, Things but also because didn't they the get over. there was an outbreak there the last time there was something like that, and you just think like, oh yeah, that's where people come from, other countries, and they mm-hmm. go to Disneyland, right? Um, and the sense I got was from reading about it was that it was mostly just people with you know who are weaker immune systems. I don't know. It's Maybe always not. or kids though. That's something. No, they you're... weren't saying they were, mm. but. But also, there weren't that many cases here yet. Well, let me know if I should be concerned. But you know what I'm not concerned about? What are you not concerned about? What are you not concerned about? Ancestry DNA. Oh. Have you done this? No, I want to so bad. You should. It's so cool. Uh, it's uh, Look, there's many paths to finding your family story. Whichever way you choose, tracing your family generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with Ancestry DNA, it's easy to get started with Ancestry. An Ancestry DNA test tells you where your ancestors are from. And Ancestry's billions of records and millions of family trees let you discover their personal stories. It's great. I um, get emails all the time, which is like, you know, hints on your family tree, and then it'll find records. Like there's... Um, the passenger list from my dad went to Europe in I think the fifties and he's on the passenger list and like his marriage records and stuff like that. It keeps emailing me about these and it's really neat. And then to, to find the lists of all my potential cousins, similar to Wendy and her potential cousins. And then to find out that I'm 1% Turkish, 1% other European. It explains wow. so much. A I'm, friend of mine f- met his birth, found out about his birth mother, and then he had brothers that he didn't know, and he met them, and they're all friends now. Wow. wow. Pretty, I think it's pretty rampant how often people are just finding their family. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, we have a listener. This came up on the during the Childish Live show in San Francisco. We have a listener who um, found like a bunch of people on her dad's side of the family Simple. and had just visited with them. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. Ancestry DNA can reveal ethnic origins and provide historical details that bring unique family stories to life. Um, and I have a tip for collecting your sample of saliva. You've you got to fill up a little tube. And you'd think it's not that hard. But then I found myself, I found I was a little dry. So I opened the refrigerator and I Poured a little 7-Up in there. Right, I'm 3% Lyman Um, No, I got out Finally, the thing that I found The most helpful was I got out a jar of green olives And I opened it and I sniffed Mm. I smelled it And then like Pavlovian response And then, you know Smart, smart, smart Yeah, I'm telling you They should include a bottle of olives They should include an olive (laughs) Start exploring your family story today Head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash best friend To get your Ancestry DNA kit And start your free trial That's Ancestry.com slash best friend Again, that is Ancestry.com slash best friend A lot of DNA on tonight's show I know Get to the bottom of it I'm not sure which company to use now Because I I, I have the belief that I am Henry Horse's biological father Which one do I use? Both? Use both Because then you can Cross-pollinate Exactly Exactly. I'll just smell my dog's food to make myself not dry. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do something we haven't done in a long time, which is snack chat. Ooh. We have some snacks that were sent in from a listener in New Zealand, and I didn't, oh I didn't let Tony know that we're going to do this, so he is going to be looking for the song. 
Only took me a year to know where I have that song. <laughs> All right. Let me see what note he sent about this. Because um, this is the listener who sent in the New Zealand quiz. Uh, let's see. Dear Allison and company, please find enclosed some snacks from New Zealand. The potato chips. And so here, bluebird, lamb, and mint. Whoa. I don't know how I feel about that. What? Potato chips are a special release to celebrate the Rugby World Cup. I haven't tried them. There's a good chance they are horrible. <laughs> the chocolate is pretty nice, I think. This is from James in Christchurch. Nice and let's chocolate. clarify that Thanks. Bluebird is the brand. It's not yes. also Bluebird, Bluebird. <laughs> flavored. It's not Bluebird, comma, lamb, comma. That's what threw mint. me off initially. Yes. I was like, this is we're no. about to eat bird flavored, no. lamb flavored mint. I mean, I don't think so. But... But I haven't lamb, tried it. Are there any other meat flavored foods that are not meats? Like like mint meat flavored flavored. I'm having a stroke. Meat flavored <laughs> chips. Does that exist? I think that. I feel like Lay's didn't Lay's done stuff like that. Yeah, Maybe like chicken and waffles. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Those okay. were not good. And then the, he sent some New Zealand artisan collection. Whitaker's Nelson Pear and Manuka Honey Milk Chocolate. Oh, oh. God, that's gonna be all right. Good. I'm gonna open the chips and I'm gonna take a What a, a good whiff. pairing. Okay. I mean, are you guys hearing that? Yeah. <laughs> That's real. I'm not adding that in post. Think, <laughs> oh, boy. How does it smell? Bluebirdy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hints of bird. Right. You know, if it was meat I was smelling, I'd think, yeah, this smells good. But, it, again, it's that dissonance because it's a chip, but it smells really meaty. Oh, Allison, this is not good. This is... It might be good. being sweet about it. Okay. I feel like if if you were just sticking your face into like a, oh no, <laughs> see, that does not it's smell on my good. Side. He gets it. it. Smells like chocolate for some reason. It <laughs> should not. It smells like chocolate to you. I mean, I don't know what it smells like. I don't know. It what smells It smells like meat like. to me. It's honestly right. throwing off everything I know about this I know. world. It's confusing. Are we supposed to try like... it or we wait? Yeah, no, we can all, we can try it. Okay. You know, it almost smells like rye bread at a deli. Yes. It yes. Does. Okay, that's what it is. Thank, they made me feel better. Based off the smell, this is great. It's really not bad. Mm-hmm. It tastes like rye bread, too. Yeah, it really does. Is that what rye bread's made out of? Lamb and Lamb mint? Lamb and mint and bluebird? Who knew? You know what? I think it's pretty good. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't hate I it. Don't I don't mind want another it. one. Who knew? Yeah. That's amazing. Get the Let's back pass back it around. Well, wow, the smell really made me think it wasn't yeah. going to be good. So I don't know if this is still available for people who need to get there. That's exactly what we said earlier about liquids, because now that you said rye bread, I love smelling this. <laughs> it brings me back to the delis of my youth. I know. It smells like a deli, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been so pleasantly surprised in, in a food selection. <laughs> I feel like it could uh, get overwhelming quickly, though. Certainly. Mm-hmm. It's very salty. What's yeah. the sodium? What are we doing to ourselves here? It really tastes like rye. It's oddly satisfying. Okay. It's making me wonder, is rye related to mint somehow? Like the caraway seeds on it or something? Gotta do that DNA yeah. test. Wow. <laughs> yes. DNA test for your foods. You listening, rye? What's were that these, code again? Best friends? Mm. Were these sent to you in some kind of like a packing peanuts or styrofoam? Because they're not even broken in there. I will show you. I know. Incredible. They were sent in this box. Wow. I'm also impressed with the so, chip. No packing, no. no packing peanuts, but the box prevents the chips from crumpling. I see your point. Mm. Yeah. So I guess that's a good point about a box. Yeah. You said it has sides. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, but... Structure. Mm-hmm. This box is especially strong. Okay, now we're going for the 
Nelson Pear, which I'm not familiar with Nelson Pear. Uh, Me neither. But I am familiar with Manuka Honey, and I love it. Really? Okay, what is Manuka Honey? Yeah, thank you. Manuka Honey is, uh, I think, primarily made in New Zealand, and according to them, uh, has like all these components of health and antioxidants oh. that, uh, like, if you're feeling sick, you take it and you're fine. Huh. Um, I uh, had a friend once who I had a cut, and she was like, "Just we're gonna put some Manuka Honey on." I was like, "All right, which?" Uh, and so I did it, and then it worked, and I was so angry that her her honey trick worked. So I think there's something to it. And right. It's like actual honey. Yeah, it's not, okay. yeah, yeah. But there's some some sort of uh, component of it that huh. makes it healing. It seems that there. You know how you expect chocolate to be scored to I have think, little squares. I don't mm-hmm. think this has them. So Whoa. I'm just gonna break off a little chunk. It might like ooze out. Did it melt a bit? Maybe. Possibly. I don't know what's going on, but I'm passing it down. Okay. Here's how related to my dog I feel I am. When I first saw you pull out chocolate, my thought was, ooh, we can't eat chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're enmeshed is what I think. I think so. It's okay, though. Um, this chocolate looks weird from transit. I think it melted. Okay, I'm a little nervous, but I'm going to have a second doesn't taste ready bad. to go in case I love it. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> was there supposed to be goo inside at some point? Because Maybe. Because <laughs> there, there isn't anymore. It's just kind of dried. But it's not bad. What was the, uh, mm-hmm. what, what is this called again? Nelson Pear and Manuka Honey. Interesting. Mm. I think I like the chip better. That's unfounded for I me. Do too. That's crazy. I'm such a sugar kid. But, um, hmm. The chocolate's good, but it's not as good as these chips. I'd say these are both pretty good. Yeah. These are both home, home runs. Thank you, it's James. Not, it's not bad, the chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, Thank I don't you, mind. James. It. Yeah, it's good. Once you know there's honey in it, it explains a lot of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's supposed to be goo in there. I think that's how it's supposed to be. So yeah, it's like what are flavor. your what are your chocolate credentials? How so? What are you, what are you, what are you asking exactly? I feel like I'm having a conversation with Daniel. <laughs> Hang on a second. I got. I just don't know that I understand the question in this case. Hang on. There's too much chocolate preventing me from speaking. What's your chocolate history? What makes you yes. able to weigh in on this? Well, thank you. Really, what I'm what I'm going off of mostly is kind of the picture on the outside, and I feel like a lot of times when there would be something in the middle, it would maybe show it broken right. open, and there's there would be some. Uh, but there's, mm-hmm. I saw a little stuff, but I think it, it's because uh, it's on top of some pears in the picture, and then there's looks like some goo, but I think that's supposed to be some honey mm. draped over. Let the me top see. So there. it's context cues. Yeah. Draped was the nicest way to say that. Thank you. Good work. Thank okay, you. but here, and I'm sorry to go forensic files on this chocolate. <laughs> it shows a little square of it. So I think, to Renee's point, I do think maybe it melted. Yes, it could I think it but clearly melted, but... That, I don't think that would change the inside, though. No, it think, shouldn't. I don't think that means there was something inside. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I see what you're saying, but I'm, A, I'm definitely seeing squares, so that's a mis, misadvertisement for sure. And B, there's, there's, there's a liquid but I honey think on top that... If you show liquid on a piece of chocolate with the history of chocolate sometimes having goo in the middle, you've got to deliver goo. Yeah. yeah, but that also. I'm it glad also there's not glue. I don't like glue bottom. in my chocolate. No. You don't. No. So where are just... you with like a caramello? I mean, if I know that's like the objective of that particular snack session, I won't <laughs> hate it. But I've never purchased a caramello on purpose in the last twenty five, fifty years of my life. Okay, I'm looking at the chocolate square that you're holding, yep. and I think there's something. Is there like something printed on it? Yeah. Hand grenade. <laughs> it does look like a little Molotov <laughs> well, cocktail. Uh, here, the other side. Wait, what's your stance on goo? Pro? <laughs> I'm okay with... <laughs> My new favorite question. <laughs> you know, honestly, 
could be the name yeah. of a podcast. <laughs> What's your What's Sam Son Goo? I prefer Son Goo. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd rather there not be goo because I'm a nibbler. I think that's yeah. clear. And the problem with goo is that you can't nibble and you can't hide your nibbling because all of a sudden it's like, oh, you got to eat the whole truffle or whatever it is. Oh, right. <laughs> that's very cute. Um, good. I agree. Now, yes. I must bring up something that happened earlier, even though this is going to air. This uh, it's, it's a question from my, today's show with Drew Van Acker. Do you guys know who that is? He was in Pretty Little Liars. He played oh, sure. Jason DeLaurentiis. He's very... Tony, did you notice he's a very attractive man? I can notice a hunk when I see one. <laughs> did you think he was one? He had some hunky qualities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've ummed again. Now, he used a word very early in the podcast where I was like, did he just say mystere to mean like mysteriousness? Hmm. Is mystere a word? Did I mishear that? And I chose not to go down that route because I didn't want to make him uncomfortable and I didn't want to seem like someone who is neurotic right. <laughs> and right. has to ask. But then later he used it again hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, either this is a word or he definitely thinks this is a word. Sure. Tony, are you looking it up? I am. I did, did not you, even notice this at the time. The second it's a time, did you ask that's exactly what I was, that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's yeah. um was were you talking about we, flexibility? No, we okay. were not talking about pageantry or anything Cirque yeah. du, Cirque du Soleil-esque. He was talking so he's in this movie Spy Intervention. Okay. For a second I had a brain fart even though I spent this morning talking about it. He's in this movie Spy Intervention where he plays a spy. And I think he he was talking at the beginning he was talking about relating to this character who has elements of mystere right <laughs> and then when he was talking about playing jason on pretty little liars and he was talking something about like celebrity today and paparazzi and wanting to maintain an element of mystere huh all right so is it a word yeah i think yeah. that's not a word it looks like it actually is a word uh wow really yeah, meaning, so meaning what? Something that baffles understanding and cannot be explained. How's it spelled? Like the show? M-Y-S-T-E-R-E. And it's... With a little... Over the E, the first E. Oh. That's you know what's crazy? Right? Is you just went... With your finger, but it sounded like it came out of your butt. <laughs> yeah, Did you guys notice that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did notice that. I wish it had. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe again, I don't. Tony, can you give it to your all? If we do don't, did, no need to open up the, the butthole for this one. But, um, and it's it's a word in English. It appears so. Wow. Now I kind of the, over oh, the, the e though. You're sure you're not searching yeah. on French Google again? Somebody who has that though is it? And she Google. says it's Mister Mister. She said Mister, I think. But still, I'll do it again. That I'm so imp- that's Mister. So, it that does just sound sounds very like French. French, yeah. But hey, if he's using a French word, yeah. that's game on too. Yeah, okay, it does appear French, but I mean that came up, you know, it's coming up on English things as well, but it does seem more French. Now I wish I had brought it up because then it could have been to applaud his vocabulary as opposed to to make him feel self conscious, which is why I didn't do it. Do you think you can get him back in here? Yeah, to talk about this yeah, word. Ask him. I or think call I can. Him or something. You know, do yeah. some take take active measures. Let me I ask you another could. question. Yeah. Do you think that in English we should start becoming fancier like other countries, like people who speak French, wherever they may be from? Like when you said Cirque du Soleil-esque, that was nice. 
But shouldn't we be saying Cirque de Solesque? Ooh. Ooh. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, right. we got vowels ending into another vowel. A lot, other languages are going to blend those. Yeah. So the question is, should we be more fancy? Yeah, a little fancier. You know what? Nothing's stopping you. That's nice. That's do encouraging. It. I can do say. it. Thank you so much. I say yes just to annoy the people who are already doing it to look mm. better than you. Mm-hmm. You're just be like, well, we're all doing it, mm-hmm. so you're not better than us. I love the way I use the word mystère. It was very Cirque du Solesque. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Should we be more fancy? I'm really all over the place on this one because I love words mm-hmm. and I like to use big ones. Uh, but then certain t- some, sometimes when people seem snobby or snooty or precious, I don't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I have kind of a double standard. That's same. Yeah. yeah, we love our own big words. Yes, and I think we're very easily annoyed by other other big, big words, words. Yeah. and that's probably the biggest thing to differentiate for friends from us. From yes, friends. but I've never been annoyed by your big words. I think it's intention. I think you were trying to be a journalist and report mm. what happened using this big word. But when people say it and then look at you like, "Do you know what that means?" Right? Then I don't care for right. it. Right. Because I don't know what that means. But just so, to make it clear, I didn't have any negative opinion of him using mystere. No. I think on the culture- contrary, I thought. Sorry, Daniel. On the contrary, sure. I sorry, and I Daniel. don't even. There's a hunk to be spoken sure. about. Yeah. Sure, go ahead. Please keep don't, talking don't about this handsome man time. that you spent time with today. Um, he's engaged. So you're married. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, if he wasn't engaged, would that matter? <laughs> I don't know. He has a fiance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Well, that I feel better. Right. <laughs> I forget my point. What were you going to say, Daniel? I was going to say culturally, we don't like pretension in mm-hmm. America. So, like the the move towards more fancy elegance, mm. which, elegance. Is your, which is your movement. Right, it's point. not going to. It's not going to go over. Yet again, why it didn't resonate? In I know. Polls. Now, if you were saying <laughs> we should go more towards being goofy cowboys, mm. then yeah, yeah. you might have something. Right. People hate pretension so much. Yes. Literally, we like attacked Obama for eating arugula, and we're like, let's get a dumb liar or, in there or Dijon. <laughs> Dijon. That was too. That was yeah. too uh, cosmopolitan. Because you like spicy mustard. It's really more gangster to like spicy mustard. Yeah, I, know. I love a spicy mustard. I even go horseradish mustard oftentimes. Ooh, really? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Speaking of things that are spicy, <laughs> did <you> tell- <laughs> DNA. No, uh, Daniel's body. <laughs> oh, this is this is a perfect lead in O shot CBD arousal oil. Ooh. Ooh. A busy day, hormonal changes, or a low libido can make it hard to get things going when you need it most, ladies. Every woman deserves to experience stronger, more frequent orgasms, but sometimes we just need a little boost to elevate us to the next level. It's time to get selfish and take charge of your sex life with mind-blowing orgasms that will leave your partner begging for more. I'm talking about a new secret for the bedroom called O-Shot, developed by an awesome female-run team at Omax Health. It's a luxurious arousal oil that instantly heightens sensation and arousal with an all-natural blend of eight botanicals and full-spectrum CBD. You do not get high from it, though. Um, You simply apply it to intimate areas and instantly experience erotic tingling and warming sensations, enhanced lubrication, and increased sensitivity. Uh, It's fully edible. And it's 100% pure with absolutely no chemicals. It is definitely a must try. And it smells really good. And I'm going to tell you what I think it smells like while debating whether I should say this or not. Because I, <laughs> I just don't know if this is going to be a selling point for people. But trust me when I say, I mean this in the most positive sense, it smells like a Christmas cookie. Mm. <laughs> 
It's got because it smells like chocolate and vanilla, but it's also got this like cinnamon, ginger. I actually don't know if just there's ginger in there, but like all the sort of like spicy Christmas cookie but scents, but not in a cloying. Don't you fantasize about sleeping with a Christmas cookie? <laughs> <laughs> no, but this could work for not just me. That's oh, what I I'm see. saying. It's like somewhere oh, between no. an essential oil you can't and catch a- me. <laughs> <laughs> you just bit off my head. Where are you putting it? It's, <laughs> it smells so good, you guys. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Great. Dramatically increases sensitivity, heightens arousal, intensifies orgasms, promotes improved circulation, increases sexual comfort, easy to apply. Oh, yeah, there's a a great no-mess airless pump. TSA compliant size. Whether you're single or looking to spice up your relationship with more satisfying sex, every woman can benefit from a more enjoyable orgasmic experience. Omax's O-Shot comes to the rescue and provides heightened sexual sensations, which can give you the instant and long-lasting satisfaction you've been looking for. It's 100% safe and natural. Remember, go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code Allison to take advantage of this incredible savings. That's omax, O-M-A-X, health.com and enter code Allison to get 20% off O-Shot and all Omax products site-wide. All right. Ooh, got hot in here. Mm-hmm. And it smells like Ooh, Christmas la, la. cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, I just want to make, it's not like a super, not an overly sweet Christmas cookie scent, but just like holiday-ish and a little bit sweet. Be your own dragon lady. Mm. <laughs> how come How come they never make an erogenous zone rubbing CBD orgasmic oil that smells like Hanukkah? <laughs> <laughs> what would that be, guilt? And that's G-I-L-T. Guilt mixed with guilt, you know, <laughs> hey. a little bit of both. Oh, that... And there will be goo in the middle this time. (laughs) (laughs) Renee. And other things I, again, I'm free to say now. (laughs) What's been new with you? What's uh, been new? That's not what's even. Been new? What's been new? What's the new happenings uh, for me? Well, we uh, we talked about. Uh, did we talk about on air that we went sledding or like tubing? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So we talked yeah. about that. Uh, I've got a uh, an upcoming ski trip. On its way, but I have to tell you, I hung out with friends this last weekend. I was like, oh, I, I sure like that a lot. So this man of the wilderness thing oh. might be intermittent. Yeah, I don't know if everyone, I think Daniel wasn't here for that part. Maybe he heard it on the podcast I afterwards. I'm aware though. of it. Renee okay. has been going on solo yeah. adventures. Yeah. Just, taking Just her and her camping. dog. I know. I love it. It's a lot of fun. But then I also, uh, when I hung out with friends, I was like, oh, this is. This is nice. It's yeah. nice to have people to talk to. Would you go on these trips if you didn't have your dog? Yeah, I did. I used to. Um, I think I like. Why? Why? Why, why is it better? Just because he's cute. <laughs> but do, but do you feel with. more safe with him there, or yeah. do you not feel unsafe to begin with? No, and I think we've talked about this before. I and I. I know that it is privilege. It is privilege. It is privilege. It is privilege and ignorance. But I just am not the type of person to feel oh, right. afraid of things. I cannot tell you a time ever where I was just like, "Oh, I'm fucked." Uh, I just wow. Imagine that. But it. But, I've I felt fucked so many times. But I think it's very ignorant. It's just ignorant. Christmas and <laughs> <laughs> now we're having a good time. Uh, I. Uh, I don't know if this is true or not, but you know what they say, like, uh, when you get drunk, it kind of shows your real personality sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anytime I've gotten, like, drunk drunk, there's a story of, like, Renee shouted, I'm going to climb it, and then <laughs> I tried to get on top of something. 
Uh, and that is just kind of like my state where it is. So I think I've got this like hidden thing inside me that like when you got power hero. hungry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I think there's something uh, misguided in me that thinks I can handle myself. Uh, and I just have been really lucky that mm. I've never had to learn that. Oh, you certainly cannot. Um, but no, I don't. I don't get scared. That's I love good, though. the idea of going camping by myself, just me and my dog. I wonder if my girlfriend would be offended if I suggested this. I don't think so. Oh, I, I think, think she would. She might, I think she might a little bit. She She would if said, you, I you go met on a her. Trip. If I what? No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you you you'd probably make a good drifter, Renee. I, I I also wonder that too. I'm curious about what my twilight years are going to look like. It's either working the gift shop at Disneyland or oh. it's yeah. I think it might be uh, just traveling here and there with my tent and my trailer. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I I like it. But I am also finding that it needs to be, it can't just be be by yourself all the time. Cause, right. Uh, I, I also have fun around people. So I'm figuring it out. I'm going to get there. We need other people. Yeah. I think. Right. Yeah. That is true. I mean, we do. Back to whether Ben can be a, a man of the wilderness. <laughs> I think you could. And I think, I think that she would not take it well. I think she would not take it well. And she's very chill. But can you imagine, I can't imagine saying, how do you say it? How would I say, I'd love to go camping by myself. Do you guys you live be together? Home alone this weekend? Yeah, we live together. How long has that been going on? Uh, for about nine months, ten Look months. You. I'm Thank just you. trying to think. Thank you. How you would frame it? So, sh- I, but I, I don't necessarily think you shouldn't do it for that reason, though. But I imagine she Honey, would take it personally. How would someone in a relationship say, "I need to take a lot of time away from you" without it being <laughs> something that feels like a threat to the other person? Like, I need to spend maybe a few months. <laughs> well, for us, I think it'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> More time with the CBD. <laughs> do, you, uh, ben, do you meditate? Not no, really. Yeah. I've had phases, but I don't currently meditate. Sure. I think it could kind of align itself with that because that is what it's like. It's right. just you're not thinking of anything other than just like, gosh, this is gorgeous. And you're breathing. So I think it's just like an elongated meditation. Right. And she wouldn't be mad if you did that. I don't by know. Yourself. I took a three hour bath a few weeks ago. When the campaign ended, I needed to unwind, and I think my girl was a little bit annoyed that I'm like was leaving, was not hanging with her for such an extended. She probably just thought I was taking like a 20 minute bath, and I'm in there for three hours. <laughs> but you'd been away for a while too. That's a good point. Sure. So maybe she wanted to you know, catch up. How do you think your dog would do on a solo camping trip with just you two? Oh, great. Yeah. Great. Sorry. How can someone take a three hour bath? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for that long? Do a lot of thinking, you know. <laughs> Doesn't of, the water get cold? Well, you just re up it. Okay. You just keep re up bubbles. It. I try, but I don't have bubble baths. So I use shampoo, and it doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a big, so uh, like a a deep tub? No, I have a regular tub, and it's cracking on the bottom. The the linole, the whatever you call it, cer- ceramic linoleum is cracking. Linoleum, linoleum is cracking. Yeah. So you got to be careful the way you move your body parts. Otherwise, you you might slice yourself. Other than that, yeah. it's very relaxing. Jeez. And you know? are you like reading or listening to anything? Or are you just no, got soaking? Some candles for- going. I'm soaking. And I'm thinking. I wish I, I think I've talked about it before. I wish I liked the bathtub because people who love baths, they love them. <laughs> but for me, I'll get into the bed and I'll, I have a heated throw blanket mm. in there and I'll get under that. And that is like 
That's your as, bath. That's my, it's my dry bath. That is as soothing for me <laughs> as people say baths are who like baths. She calls the bed the dry bath. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. My lady, this Christmas. She wants a heated blanket really badly or a heated robe, one of those two. And she li- likes to wear robes a lot. Yeah. And I'm afraid to get her one because I'm afraid she'll never not be in it. I'm afraid it's going to be in bed, in the blanket at all times. That's what oh, and you, and you prefer her nude? I just prefer her around. Up and about <laughs> moving something. Up and about being productive. She's already not- wearing Crocs and I'm not a fan. <laughs> and so if we're talking heated blanket in bed. Look, either you get her her heated robe or she gets it somewhere else. Uh-oh. Ooh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, you're talking like Bed Bath & Beyond? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Or Amazon. You no, know, the, the, the heated robe salesman will come by while you're out on the road. Well, you're solo camping. You know? I'll be paying for the electric bill for her and another heated robe man. <laughs> what, do you have your Valentine's Day present yet? Is this your first Valentine's together? It is our second Valentine's Day. Oh, together. shit. That's right, coming so up. It is, it is, yeah, it's it's coming up. We don't do anything for Valentine's Day, do we? Or do we? <laughs> we don't. Sometimes we do. It's kind of a we weird don't. holiday once you're married. Because, like, you know, like, who gives a shit anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like right <laughs> i like the right sure. at the end i like a right. card a card would be fine oh boy <laughs> my girl and i said we were going to give each other nicely written cards for the holidays instead of a gift and we just kept the de- de- postponing when the cards were due and we didn't do it and now i just say can we give each other cards at least for valentine she's like yep but i don't know if it's gonna happen it's not gonna happen you don't think well, I don't know. This what Daniel every year for everything. Daniel and I decide like let's not make a big deal about it, and then at the last minute, Daniel mm. makes some kind of a big deal by either making a homemade card because he's really artistic, or just doing something. And then I give him my shitty store bought card, and it doesn't measure up. Like it's this is the, the this is our pattern. It's the way that I maintain my status hand. in the relationship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By slaving over a card and it's showing like, how much you overvalue her and she values you less. <laughs> it's the only way I can make up, make up the deficit. Uh, no, usually what will happen is... too much on a bouquet. He really shows me. Honestly, what will usually happen is I won't have anything in mind and then I'll get something in mind and then I'll just feel motivated to do it. I'm not thinking... Like, I don't expect you to do the same thing. So it might feel that way to you, but I don't care. Do you draw it or do you craft? Is there ever, is there ever glue involved? Oh, my God. I think last year I did... Was it for Valentine's Day? I did a... Um, or no, that was Mother's Day. I don't know if we did Valentine's Day last year. So, like, I I did a, a, a big oversized card and I got... A, kind of, it must have been Mother's Day because Owen... I, I took a picture of Owen. Oh yeah, and I made these flowers, and then they were like on popped out. Cleaners. So it was like a pop up card. So right. you opened wow. it, and then they sprung out like little like dandelions. That's uh, really cute. Wow. It was so cute. Oh, God. Yeah. And then cute. I just got the shittiest card. Like it was like <laughs> it was just like uh, our love is forever. <laughs> you know, something like that. The the one that you made that was amazing, and I think this was for our anniversary, that like window box thing you made. Oh yeah. That was I think yeah, that was our anniversary. You made like a full on diorama. Like you wow. know those things where there's like different levels, so you look in it and it's a scene and it's like Kind of three dimensional, yeah. Bits of but I so I made it, and it was like of when we got married. So it was like the place we got married, and the is. And did you Daniel, like, you so cut cool. them out on wow. in construction paper, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah, I would have never expected any of this. 
I listen. I've I've got tricks up my sleeve. Let's say I. What, what's the price I have to pay you to make one of these for my girlfriend for this Valentine's Day? Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's a quick oh turnaround. It is far. It's a little time bit tight. It's a little bit. The, the the problem now. I would totally do it. The problem now is time. I don't have. I don't know that I could even do something like that now for her. So you're spending days on these cards. He was multiple days. Back. Uh, I would like not full days. <laughs> I would sure. like you know wake up and, sure. and just go to work on it. I'd squeeze it in, but it, but I just had more free time wow. to do things. Now it's just like you're lucky to just get anything from me these days. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. Do you think it's appropriate to <laughs> ask your girlfriend to not wear certain things or your boyfriend certain things you don't like when they wear? Oh, just in general? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about a heated yeah. robe? Like, can I tell her I don't want you to wear Crocs with the tooth in it? <laughs> or but does she have the little decorative yeah, thing? Decorative <laughs> tooth. There's a, a tooth? dental hygienist. You can put a tooth into it. Oh, so. my God. Well, now, I, I would suggest either you could say something. These are your options. You yeah. could say something. You could grin and bear it. Mm-hmm. Or you could realize that how that makes her more awesome that she does that. Can I just immediately pass on that up? <laughs> <laughs> come around, come around to it. Life sure, is I better. Could, I could do that, <laughs> but like, what's the benefit in that one? Uh, you'll be happier. What do you think she would ask mm. you to not wear anymore? If it were a, a swap, like, okay, I won't wear the Crocs anymore, but you have to throw out your. I'm not even saying throw out. Keep it in the closet if you want. <laughs> but oh, oh, I know what you could do. You couldn't. Make up a fake charity that only accepts Crocs, <laughs> but it's like for a really good cause. And you're like, I signed us up for this thing, and That's I don't good. have any. That's good. And then, you know. Toothless children who need also shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then she'll have to donate her Crocs. Are these idea. her work shoes? No, no, it's her like home shoes. And then the other day she said, well, you should be happy. I've never worn them out in public. Oh, and, so and you- then I said, well, I feel almost worse now. Like, these are only for me. And I hate them. It could be a challenge. Like, are you still into me even with my Crocs, my tooth love Crocs? Love me, but love so, my tooth Crocs. But yeah. so that's sometimes how maybe she'll frame it or uh, people will frame it. But my answer is yes, of course I still love you. So that said, can you love me by not wearing the one or two items that I really severely dislike? So you guys have talked about it, clearly. We've talked about it walking the walking Henry. Why do you hate them so much? I just am anti-Croc from day one. Right. Crocs with white socks under them would just feel like we've given up on life. <laughs> what if she came to you and said, if you let me keep wearing the Crocs, you can go camping by yourself. Ooh. Ooh. If she keeps wearing the Crocs, I will go camping by myself. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm not that interested in camping by myself. I'd prefer that she came, but it sounded interesting to go yeah. camping alone. I'd like to do it someday. I recommend it for everybody. It's really just you and the stars. This Boy, this is cheesy, but it, it is great. It's really, really nice. It's very head-clearing. You get to get on top of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love climbing. <laughs> but, guys, I love to, I'm going to climb it. But real talk, Ben, nip this in the bud. Now, because <laughs> if you don't, it's it's just it creeps, and like eventually I say no more. Cro- oh. Yeah, <laughs> I the cap was first. It's the water. Crocs, then it's like an old beaten up, right, like right. you know, pair of sweatpants, and then it's like a you know, and and then eventually you're you're just in your heated blanket, right? <laughs> and like it's not and that it's, I'm the best at dressing 
up for her, but I would. Right. If she said, I, I would love it if you would like make sure you looked a little nicer for me, I'd be happy to do it. Oh, that's another thing you could do. So you know how when you go to a party and I you're wonder. underdressed? Hold on. Uh, <laughs> always dress every day like up your wardrobe game, right. even casual, mm-hmm. polished shoes, the whole, like always look really good so she feels like she's underdressed mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I wonder... I wonder if men can hear these comments better than women can. Because I feel like what you're saying is if she was like, I wish you'd dress up more. You'd be like, yeah. sure, why not? And I feel like you're not taking it personally at yeah. all. It's not a statement about how you look or anything like that. Right. Whereas for all women, I think it probably is. I mean, maybe not the Crocs as much because I think disliking Crocs is like a whole, there's Universal a whole subculture. It's, like, <laughs> it's the buttered, it's a, it's a buttered popcorn jelly bean of footwear. A little bit. Um, but in general, I don't know. I think you do, beware if you're going to make a comment about a woman's appearance. Yeah. Well, I think we just we spend it, like we've done the math on it. We spend mm. three times longer getting ready for everything. It takes a lot more work for us. So if we find the one thing that's comfortable, we're like, oh, but I work so hard on my eyebrows. Yeah. Can you just appreciate those? <laughs> <laughs> that I, I get it. But I also if you don't like them, then we can. Is there another comfy shoe that we could swap out? Like a Birkenstock. Maybe? Do you like? Uh, do you like? Oh an God, Ugg? no. Okay. Uggs are great. We can work yeah, with that. Yeah, Uggs are great. Uggs are hot. Really? Uggs are hot. Maybe yeah. we can give her some Uggs. Look, I mean, I spent four minutes during the Oscars yesterday telling her how I don't see a difference between her and Penelope Cruz's faces. Oh. So, can we ban the Crocs? <laughs> Is that not a fair... <laughs> she knows I think she's gorgeous. That's what I want. I wanted her to embrace the gorgeousness. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't imagine Penelope Cruz sitting home with Crocs on. She might. She might. Let's be. not ever say that out loud. That's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Penelope Cruz. Yeah. You guys, this has been a fun podcast. Thank you all for being on it. Um, I'm on Patreon. 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 Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Go there. All sorts of fun stuff. Uh, I'm also on Cameo and listen to my Cameo. other podcast. <laughs> listen to my other podcast, Childish with Greg Fitzsimmons. And... Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. And also, I am uh, I'm getting I'm gonna have a, a new place to go to purchase Allison Rosen's new best friend merch. So just bear with me. Um, it's it'll be exciting once that is up. Mm-hmm. Renee, yeah. where might we find you? That's so exciting. That's really cool. People are going to love that. Um, I am on Instagram. Renee S. Culvert. As you heard on the show, I'm very political. So look out. <laughs> it's just a lot of dogs. It's a lot of dogs over there. Uh, I heard Pete Buttigieg rubs himself in milk. <laughs> not to be too controversial. Right. To get too crazy. I don't want to get into politics. Like, you guys, come on. Uh, and I have a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Great. Ben, what should we look out for? You can follow me on social media at Ben Glebe. My Showtime Hour special, which is also on Amazon Prime, I just convinced the guy who owns it to put it on YouTube for free. Oh, cool. So you can watch Neurotic Gangster for free. Nice. Hour special. And my podcast, Last Week on Earth. Now that my campaign is over and I have returned to normal life, I am recommitted to Last Week on Earth very much. You can listen to it every week. I summarize the world, um, a little bit of politics, but lots of fun, silly stories, pop culture trends, weird stories. And I have a very special guest this week on the podcast. Your new best friend, Allison Rosen, will be the guest. I can't wait. I can't wait. She's so great. I've heard great things. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very excited to have you on. That'll be a ton of fun. And uh, so check that out. And you can watch Idiot Test on Netflix, my game show. And I'm on Cameo also. Great. Daniel? Uh, you can find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. Just being a delight all the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tony. I'm at Tony Thaxton, Twitter and Instagram. My podcast every Tuesday, Bizarre Albums, uh, this week features the musical stylings of Ed McMahon. Oh. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. You guys, thanks again. Listeners, thank you for listening. Oh, oh, oh. Duh. I forgot to mention, I would like to sh- give a shout out to my new Patreon people, Danette, Tara, and Chris. Hello and welcome. And now, um, bye, you guys. I love you. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosen is your new best friend.